Hi, I'm Stephanie Jacques, and this is Jacques Talk. Today's episode, I have Sarah Buxton with me, and she has become such a great friend, and we're having a conversation that I like to call, How's Your Heart? How's Your Heart? And this is from our Instagram live conversation from July 29th, from today. And this is the audio. I hope you enjoy. I hope you find some healing in it and just some wisdom from this conversation between two friends. And we are back. And we are back. Welcome back. Sometimes there's technical difficulties, folks, but we ride with them. We ride with them. We are back. We are back. We are back. I'm so sorry. You know what? I have a thing with, yeah, my Instagram live skills are just not the best, but I, here we are. We're right here. Forget people come back. That is the, that is what we're talking about. We have to give ourselves grace. Oh, grace of like things, things are going on. And you know what? Okay. So speaking of that, that just brought an image into my mind. My kids have this book called bucket filling it's oh, about like, how to be a bucket filler oh yeah and so I when you just said we have to have all this grace I just had this image of like walking down the street with a wheelbarrow and yeah. just a shovel and just shoveling it on people yes because, I mean some some people obviously some people it's really harder to shovel it on I know that yes. but yes but nonetheless so like, but I was just imagining that they have this amazing book and it's called How to Be a Bucket Filler. So it says every day when you wake up, everybody has a bucket mm-hmm. and, you can, and you can choose if you're going to fill someone's bucket or take it out. And immediately the thing is, it's, it's like really tempting sometimes to want to, to dump people's buckets or steal yes. from their bucket. But when you do that, then your bucket overturns. And like, you don't get any good feelings for you. So it's like how to be a bucket filler. It's like all these different ways. Like, you know what I mean? It's with hug your mom, but like. I love that in the sense of one of my, one of my best friends, she always says, and in terms of like my relationships with people, she always uses the term marbles. And she's like, you have Mm. to make sure you're giving marbles and you're getting marbles. Like, so you guys have to be exchanging marbles. And Ooh, I love and you're like, oh, you give way too many marbles. Like you haven't gotten any back. Oh, that's like, so simple. It's so simple. Because that's you know? preservation and that's boundaries. Girl, I am a I am a serial too many marble giver giver. I mean, I'm talking from love relationships like from like way back. And and even yes. and I have I've learned so much about myself, I would say. I've probably learned more. I've been, I've been, I've had my butt in the seat of being a student for the last three years, especially the last two years. But I will say, yeah. like, learning about how, this, how I think that I'm being so nice by giving way too many marbles. But then what do I do? I run out. And then I'm like, don't well, come to me looking for marbles. I don't have any. I already gave them well, all away. That doesn't help. Well, that's what I've had to learn in this time because I was having a lot of, like, small conversations with a lot of people. 
and I was trying to teach and learn and like do all these things. And I was like, wait, I have no more marbles to, for myself. I have nothing to I relate to give. And so between the Jacques talks, I was like, let me make these more intentional. Hold on. She fell. You're like, doing a really good job, by the way. Thank you. I'm like, amazed. I, I was like, how do I access this information? And how do I disperse it without draining myself? And obviously, I can have private conversations with, with people. But I also write music and I do other yeah. things that I have to have energy for. I yeah. can't just not have energy for, I can't show, not show up to a write. Like, I guess I could not show up, but that probably wouldn't be productive for my career. Oh. So, <laughs> not gonna so help. I'm like, how do I do this and not drain myself, but still give myself? Because I think that is something that I can do. It's something yeah. that I, I have the power to do. There's an art to it. I, I feel like some people are so good at it. Obviously, then you get to a certain level and then you have people managing your marbles. Yes, that, that's one so day. Then you have people going, no, <laughs> you want to do that. You keep doing that. You're not going to do that. And you're like, okay, thanks. Like Oprah probably has so many marble managers, like oh, helping her. But to I get that where Oprah managers. is, but to get where she is, like she had to manage her own marbles when there wasn't anyone to manage them. It's, it's. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, and when I was, I meditate every morning and I do mm -hmm. a call, um, like a Zoom gratitude call with about 50 women every morning since COVID started. And we just say a prayer and grace and say something we're thankful for. And this morning I was like, I'm just so thankful that my mom had me. And I feel like the reason is for this time. And I know that sounds a little cuckoo pry to some people. Not but I feel like my mom decided to have me because when I look back at that time, it made no sense for her to actually have me. Right. That wasn't a very logical or smart or productive decision to right. have another child at 24. It just, it just wasn't. And a biracial child, like you're creating a whole lot of chaos for yourself in the eighties. Um, right. And I'm like, Oh, the universe knew what it was doing. It had me for a time like this. Now, what that time is, and I don't mean it in like an arrogant or I don't think that's or boastful way. I'm just like, I feel like this is what I was made for. I was made to go to Nashville for this time. Like I, yeah. I was made to be in Nashville and in the South at this time. I was yes. made to speak at this time. You and were. even about healing, I was like, how do I make sure I take care of myself? So I'm in this for the marathon and I don't tire myself out because I know, I know other people are gonna get tired because they're not, e when you're not even aware of it until a few months ago, some people, you're gonna get tired because it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It is. It's, it is so, it's true. I was exhausted before 2020, like, like, <laughs> and now all of this and I'm like, wow. So now, yeah, now I, I have this new term of um, white fragility, which I keep saying, I'm like, and it's freeing me to say that I, I feel like I embody it a million percent. And I can mm -hmm. own that. And, and it's helpful and it's for okay. me. it's okay. Yes, it is what it is. I don't, you know, I will say when it hits me that I have it, it doesn't feel okay. Like it feels, like when, I, when it hits me that I have it, it, it feels bad. It feels like, 
I want to resist admitting it. Mm -hmm. But each time I've gotten, I feel like, you know, I've been married for 10 years and I'm also, you know, Marshall, my oldest son is, is seven. And now we're past those baby years when it's just like, just do what I say, you know, yes. now we've moved into the area where his subconscious is and all of our subconscious, you know, minds run part of our show. They don't mm -hmm. run the whole show. But when we're not paying attention, our subconscious minds just they run it for us. I mean, and they'll yeah. they'll block our intentions. They'll make us think that our dreams can't be achievable. They'll make us think that the beautiful visions for the future and for the world that God has put in our hearts and in our minds are invalid and stupid and frivolous and they'll never happen. That's what our subconscious wants to do. And our ego, like it wants us to just get tired. Yeah. Um, because it wants to stay safe and it, it wants to stay, it wants things to be comfortable and easy and just down the same paths. But that really doesn't, like you were just saying, you were, you, I think you absolutely, can you imagine if everybody thought they were born for this time? Um, yeah. And I feel like slowly people really are uh, one by one starting to realize that um, with their imagination and with what they have to offer. Like if they can stay in a place of um, where they have energy for it, we are going to do some amazing things. The next 10 years are going to be incredible. Powerful and incredible. And what the world we are yeah. in right now, um, people are, I've, I've heard multiple times we'll go, well, it's so divisive and angry and ugly. And I'm like, but that is anger is real. That's what it is. And yeah. so we can choose to accept that and be like, okay, or be like, okay, it has been divisive and angry and ugly. But I know the power that we have as a collective to make yeah. it beautiful. Now to do that, it might be a little messy for a while. Um, yeah. And if we're okay with having a little bit of mess, as long as we know what the intention is beyond the mess, we know what the beautiful painting we are painting is. Yeah. And not minimizing the ugliness. Like, I think for me, taking a step back and sometimes being like, this is a really shitty day. And the news yeah. is making me really yeah. mad. And I am really yeah. mad at somebody being in my DMs. Like, acknowledging, I'm like, I am just mad. Mad, mad, mm -hmm. mad. And I need to just turn mad, off mad, my mad. phone. Just mad, just, mad, mad, mad. Yeah. And just be. Because like this weekend. Some people yeah. put in my, yeah, my private messages and said some things. They said, shut up and sing. And I was like, Ooh, oh. you picked the wrong girl. You picked the wrong oh. person to say that to. Ooh. And I was like, how? Shut up and sing. I was just like, first of all, I, I will sing. So thanks. Yes. I'll, I'll be doing that. But how dare you say shut up to me? How dare we stop being human to one another? When has it been okay to tell somebody to shut up? Yeah, and Anybody, I think that's just because you don't agree with me, just because you don't like what I'm saying, it's my truth. You, and I think that what it, the collective uncomfortability is that my truth is going to make some people uncomfortable because they've benefited from things that I've traumas that I've experienced. Not, right. not maybe not even consciously, but they right. have, or that my my ancestors have experienced. They've benefited. And I'm okay with you being a people, like not just you personally, but people yeah. being a little uncomfortable. 
right now. Yes, I'm okay with you being uncomfortable. Because you, you grow in uncomfortability. You don't grow in comfort. It, for anything, That's intimacy. Anything. It's the only yes. way through. It's the only way through. And I feel like in every way right now, I, I just feel like God is asking me right now to, I mean, and, and so, I'm, so I'm, I'm shifting. So I'm saying, what I'm saying is like in my personal life, Mm-hmm. And in like my parenting and in my marriage and all these different areas, I'm really being asked to not play small. Because okay. what, I, what I notice happening, when I look back into my life, I go, I go, okay, I, I've dealt with an eating disorder for decades, you know? Um, and I've had certain mental health, you know, struggles. Yep. I'm starting to now see that it's, it's not a bunch of little things. Now I feel like all energetically, God's showing me that it's one thing. Yeah. It's where I'm not surrendering. It's where I'm not being authentic. Mm-hmm. I feel like God really wants that from me. God wants that kind of intimacy. I feel like God's like, Sarah, this is what you do. You love, like, and, and you, you're a truth teller. It's what you do in your yes. song. But it's like in my in my favorite friendships, the one hallmark of all my favorite friendships is honesty and transparency. And I feel like anger is real. And I do think that, especially for our parents' generation, you know, it's very much like I kind of grew up under the whole thing of like, okay, now are you going to get in a better mood? Because once you're in a better mood, we'll go get in the car and go. But until you get into a good mood, we're not going. And I'm trying to get better at, like, with my kids being like, I understand you're angry, and it's time to get in the car. We need mm-hmm. to go. Because I don't want them to be afraid of their anger. I feel like I have, like, an explosive anger. Yes. My anger is, like, explosive. And I'm learning that underneath that explosive anger is hurt. Yeah. And that's There's- one thing you can see is, like, when people are angry, they've been hurt. And they don't want to be hurt again. Well, and what I, you can do is acknowledge it. Just you acknowledge, have to it. acknowledge it and acknowledge yeah. that people are going to be angry. And there's a tremendous amount of hurt right now collectively. People yeah. are hurting on every level. Like people yeah. are losing jobs, people things, and then you have the traumas that they've already experienced in their personal lives. Yes. On top of that, and what I've seen and why I was like, people, we need to to love ourselves through yeah. this because love does conquer and i i done a little talk yesterday where i mentioned kanye west and him bipolar and a lot of the things he said and i watched how the media and every and people just were like so mad at him instead of saying i don't agree with what you say i don't agree with what you say but i see that you're in pain and there's a mental health aspect to this and this is what we're talking about with black lives matter and with this country that we aren't putting we're shaming mental health. And this is coming from somebody who has massive depression and anxiety, whose mom had bipolar. I was diagnosed with bipolar. They think now it's probably more anxiety, but who knows? I don't care. I'm fine. I have no shame in in going to therapy or, or having to sit outside and be like, I just need to go for a walk. Yeah, because I'm angry and I'm gonna be angry. And I'm not afraid to tell people I'm angry. And I used to be afraid. And, I, and for a long time, I smiled through a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And people had no idea how mad I was. 
They're like, no, she's happy. I'm like, ooh, I'm a very mad person. I know. I'm at home and I'm sad. And I'm like, but I'm like, hi, how are you guys doing? Like, it's so cheerful and gleeful and like, ah. And they're like, I'm like, oh, I'm hiding a lot of. Beware of the very happy person. Because on the other side, we're going to throw down. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just one joke away from snapping, folks. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, I need some therapy to speak a lot. And I know. I have a lot of good friends that were like, you need some therapy. And I was like, yeah, I do. I mean, I'm not happy. Like they could see through the facade that I had placed. And I'm glad I went to that therapy. So I'm ready for a time like this where I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn off my phone because I am not a productive member of this Instagram community. (laughs) I am. I am. What what would be really cool is if Instagram, (laughs) this just made me laugh. What if Instagram had a mechanism? You know how like when you're driving a car, so there's like some rental cars that I've driven where it'll tell you like if your eyes are like not thick, it'll <laughs> wash your pupil and it'll actually say, it'll put a, like a coffee cup sign that's like, yes. you're getting tired and you need to pull over. Like what if Instagram had a thing? I mean, if they really cared about our mental health, <laughs> where they watched our eyes, they were like, oh no, like she's, now she's scrolling. Oh shit, she is scrolling and she ain't stopping. This has gone on and it's 1 a.m. This is erratic. We need to shut this down and it shuts down. This is some manic behavior. You need to go to bed. (laughs) It just shut it down. Like it just took it off. Like just, I would, I would love that feature. And there are some times when I'm like, this is not helpful. Luckily I can start noticing it now. I'm on Instagram a lot. Most people that follow me know I do a lot of stories. Yeah, I just I meant I just here for put it all out. But sometimes for the amount that I put out, there's a lot that I don't put out that I'm like, let me just set my phone down because this is this is not going to help. And I've had to learn that because I used to put a lot more out. And I'm like, is this helping me or is this creating a drama for me that I can keep playing out? Like, is this am I creating more drama than I need? Totally. Yes. And I mean, as a mother, the struggle that I run into the most with Instagram is like, when I really look at it, sometimes, actually all the time, I've gone through a period where I was way more intentional. Okay. And, and, and I and when I put a post, I think it was like this last year, I took a, like some kind of a lesson on branding and like what Instagram's actually for and like, how to like think about it as someone other than just I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah. I, I, and I kind of learned about how to do it. And I've, and I feel like, you know, I'm going to be homeschooling my son this next year because of okay. COVID and, and everything. And so I've, I've gone, you know what, I've got to get, when I get back to Nashville, I'm probably going to stop drinking for a hot minute. Yeah. I'm probably going to get, I'm so much happier when I wake up super early, like mm-hmm. 9am for my walk. And then I have my prayer time. And then I have one cup of coffee by myself with nobody, without oh, having to play a role I, for anybody. But then I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get more intentional and go. I'm gonna get on Instagram three or four times a week, and it's gonna mm-hmm. be for a half hour. I'm gonna quickly make a very intention, you know, intense. Like I have a have a 
intent behind my post. And, and I'm going to keep my civil rights activism going. I'm going to be releasing an EP that later this fall. So there will be things like, and I want to be structured about it, but I've got to be with my kids. Yeah. And one yeah, thing that I noticed, it takes me out of, I know everybody can relate to that. Yeah. But the danger right now is that I feel like God needs us like all hands on deck right now. And when I say God, I, I'm not like a religious person. I mean, God, like whatever sins anybody yeah. But I'm I just saying, I feel you. God wants all hands on deck. Yeah. So that presence is so important. Like as much as our activism on Instagram is, it's also important to know yourself and yeah. to go, you know what? I'm out right now. I am out. My body doesn't feel good. I got to like, I need to put one hand on my heart and one hand on my belly and like check in and be like, ooh. Mm -hmm. That be like that video that I saw just now just made me really freaking sad. Like yeah. not a little sad, like super sad and super scared. Cause what I'll do is like, I won't be, if I'm like just on the toilet, mm -hmm. let's be honest. I do look at my Instagram when I'm peeing. I just look at yeah. my toilet. Every time I go to the bathroom, I'm like, Oh, remember magazines in the bathroom. Yeah. Now it's like, so no, I'm on there and I see something <laughs> and I'm and I don't have my container for it. And then it's like, I'll carry that with me for the rest of my day. And I'm like, off my game. Mm -hmm. Um when I feel like if I come at it like a warrior, like skilled, and I come at it like with a container and every single thing that I'm reading, it's like I'm putting I can go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mad. That goes in here. And I'm looking and I'm like, that goes in. Then I feel like I'm, I'm going to do something with that rather than only letting it ruin my day. Then I can show up in some kind of way. And I can put that into my to-do list with all my art and everything else that I'm creating, my family, my flower, whatever kind of day they're having. And I can skillfully decide how I'm going to respond. Mm -hmm. Well, I love how you said, like, the order in which your day in, in limiting time. Because for me, I I am on the phone and on the computer a lot because I help with the National Action Committee and I do these talks and I, and I do things. But I try to get off of it as much as possible when I'm with my niece. Yes. I try to give her time because she naps for hours. So there's plenty yep. of time for these things. But I also, when I first wake up, I have a cup of ginger tea and I work out. And if I don't do that after my gratitude call, if I don't do that, and that's like at seven in the morning, that's my a strong program. So not good. I'm I'm a morning person. I'm a night person. I don't. I've slept more being in California these last four months than I would ever sleep in Nashville. I sleep like four hours a night in Nashville. I'm doing like six and seven. I'm like, ooh, I am anti-aging naturally. You are. Like thing called sleep, which I never did before. Like I'm well, like, this makes sense now. Now I know how you do it. You just told me your secret. So you start every day. Well, every Monday, or is yeah. it every every morning? day? Every morning. Every day you have a Zoom. Every day we have a Zoom. Yep. Okay. You ever want to join? I gotta step up. I gotta step yeah, up. Every that day is... we have a Zoom. It's only Whoa. 15 minutes long, and oh. um, but it's a it's a it starts my day. It gets me. I'm on a Zoom. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on anything, and then I go straight to a workout. Yeah. And I end my day with stretching and meditation. Mm -hmm. I don't end it 
I like once I go to bed, I'm like I stretch and I meditate. And then I'll allow myself to like post whatever I'm feeling. And I a lot of times my stories are rants at night, but that's just me getting it off my chest so I can sleep. I'm like, I get I'm it. I, love I rant it. with my sleep cap on and I go, you guys are going to hear, hear what you do, pass through it. And it, it has helped me tremendously mm. to know where I stand on issues, mm. also know where I stand in myself. Yeah. And some days I'm like, I'm sad and I want you guys to know, or I'm upset about this and I want to know, or this was an awesome day and woohoo. I know. I yeah. It. And there yeah. are awesome days and I don't want to also feel guilty for my awesome days in the midst of the movement because this is a movement that is not a trend so some days are horrible John Lewis died in CT Vivian horrible day for me horrible did they die on the same day they died the same same day one died earlier CT Vivian died earlier in oh and they both were so powerful to Nashville and I and I wish more people understood the history of Nashville in the civil rights movement to know the city that we live in has roots that had progressive change. And that's not saying Democrat, Republican, I'm saying anti-hate. Yeah, absolutely. Anti-hate, powerful sit-ins happened in downtown Nashville and powerful sit-ins are still happening in Nashville. And to be able to handle his death, with both of their deaths, I created a petition. So I was like, I'm so upset and I'm gonna sit here and wallow and I'm gonna cry and I'm gonna be all pity me, like poor me, these mm-hmm. men died. Or I can be like, what would they do? I'm like, let's start a little petition. Let's do that yeah. for no other reason. And, and Abe gave me the idea, your friend Abe. And I said, I'm just gonna start it. I'm gonna Google, how do you start a petition? Because action makes me happy. I know. I love that. Action makes, makes me, me happy. Oh my God. Can that be your bio? That's good. That's good. Ooh. Action makes me happy. Oh, it, it, does. So I've learned. it makes me happy too. It makes it's me happy like, too. That's when I get out of myself. Action yeah. makes me present. It makes me less narcissistic. And yeah. it makes me feel like I'm doing something, even if it's small. So I'm like, what can you do as a person? You can do a lot. Yeah, because helplessness your is one of the things that makes energy. me feel sad. Yeah, like helplessness, when I go into a zone and I feel like I'm helpless, and I don't feel like I can help. Mm-hmm. Or if it's unhelpable, like that makes me even more sad. Yeah. Like it makes me feel horrible. And it's like, then in those moments, I, I have, you know, there's always numbers to call. Yes. And there's always emails to send. And yes. I find like when I do that, it just makes me feel so much better. It's like, um, I felt yesterday I was like, okay. When we, when we all did that um, black and white photo um, yes. that was for, for women. And I saw one of my friends who I love on her challenge, she put Brianna's face. And then Elaine did it. Yes. And and I felt like at the initial, and I had read a New York Times article earlier in the morning about it. And I was like, well, what the heck? When I read the New York Times article, I didn't even finish it. I should have. I didn't, I didn't finish it. But I thought, well, I just, I knew it was frivolous or whatever. I just did it because I loved the people that asked. And of yeah. course I'm up for women supporting women. 
I didn't know about the Turkish. Of course, now it's come out that it's the Turkish women, and I didn't know about that. And yeah. one of the articles said, you know, these women are conveniently dropping the meaning of it being about these things. And I was like, no, 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 no. I did not conveniently drop anything. I just, someone said, post, do this. I love you. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I did it and I sent it on. But um, in that moment, it's like, it felt like nobody likes to be called out. Nobody likes to be wrong or not woke. <laughs> yes. And, and so it made me feel like, but it's like, a hundred percent. So I made, I took that time. It's like, I took that time. It took, it took 10 minutes to walk into mm -hmm. the other room. My son was watching, you know, Paw Patrol or something like that. And I walk in the other room and I make those calls and I come back yeah. and I'm like, now, you know, it's like, this is the right, I'm just shifting. It takes a little shift. And I was so happy to make that shift, but I'm just saying, it's like, I see, I see, I see good things happening because when I, when I've done that, it's like most people reach out and they're like, thank you for doing that. Yeah. At some point, do you ever go through this? The other thing that I've noticed, remember when Instagram was only just like pictures of like your food or like whatever. Yes. And I now do. it's, now it's more of a, um, everything is a statement. Mm -hmm. And I find myself going, I don't want to lose part of the frivolous part of Instagram mm -hmm. too, to where it's playful. Yes. I don't want it to lose the playful. I don't want it to lose the flinging it up there. I still want to be a character. I still want to be able to just kind of throw things out there. And sometimes I yeah. feel like when I'm overly editing myself, it makes me want to hide. And so I'm just, I don't know. If you I say some edit myself something stupid, then you know why. <laughs> well, I love, because I think it's needed. And I had talked yeah. this weekend on a talk about Black Joy. And I was like, I don't oh, want to yeah. just show images and sadness and things that are, I'm very passionate about. But I also am like, I want to show my happy and my silly and my goofy and this girl. Oh. And all the things that bring me joy. And that yeah, joy girl. allows me the energy to do all the other things. So if I didn't have right. that joy, I'd be completely drained. I'd be completely right. drained. And I, I've, I've learned to, to do actions, but also to like text friends, like my text with you and Cam, like whenever I get a text from that thread, I'm like, yes. Yeah, we're growing. <laughs> we are yes. we are rising above. And, <laughs> and I go, we are doing it. Or when I'm able to do something with the Nashville Action Committee, Ruby, I have to keep my shirt on. It's it's I need it. It's so delicious. Oh god, I love it. It's so delicious. She's just she loves FaceTime. So she's happy. Um we just had to change positions. She wanted to stand. Everybody, this is my niece. This is Ruby. Um, so I go, okay what can I do? And I'll get on with Parker and Alex who help run the national action committee. And I'll be like, where do we need to do? And they'll be like, or I'll get a text from them. That's like, what's the action this week? And I'm like, Oh, I can shift my mind to something other, something that is I can yeah. do versus just sitting here feeling helpless because we're trying to change the world. And that's not right. going to happen even possibly completely in our lifetime. Like 
No, nope. my dad always says, when are you going to stop? Like, what is the stopping point? And I'm like, I don't know. Just got started. Why are you talking I'm about like, I'm like, I'm just trying to go. And I try to look at C.T. Vivian and John Lewis and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and people that I, even if you don't believe in their politics, yeah. and which, which I personally do, but some people don't, you yeah, have to so. still give respect for their integrity oh. and the integrity of their purpose that they gave their yeah. lives. Their whole lives, they stayed with that integrity. And I yeah. think that's how they slept at night. I think that's how John Lewis smile in pictures. I'm like, dude was almost killed, was arrested over 40 times, and he's still smiling, still smiling, you know? Yeah. Like, I love that. I'm like, that that's is how what I want. At night. Yeah. That's how you sleep. I love like, that. That's how he, I think that's how he slept at night. That is so yeah. strong. Because how can you sleep at night? Like, I know, like, some people would rather just, like, bury their heads in the sand. That's not going to work for me. That's not the kind of person I am. Never have been. I'm, I'm, like, if I'm going through something and you're at a party with me, I'm you're probably going to tell you what I'm going through. <laughs> like, I'm probably just going to freaking tell you. I'm That's not why good I love at you, not telling people. Because I like. tell you. I'd be like, I'd be like, this is what's going down. This is but what's I, going down. So I have how people. do you sleep? I have people in my life who have take, been, are a little bit more withdrawn from me because I'm mm -hmm. so bold, but I think it is because them, their worlds in our world and feeling the uncomfortable yeah. is not, they're not ready for that yet. They're not ready to be uncomfortable. But what I say to them, and mostly through my Instagram platform, because I know they still look at it, is the world's still going to change. But just because we're ignoring it doesn't mean these things aren't happening. Doesn't mean people aren't dying. Doesn't mean people aren't losing jobs. Doesn't mean that racism isn't happening just because we're not doing anything. Now, if you want that to stop happening, we could do something so that eventually we can just sit and ignore because we won't be ignoring anything because it will be fixed. But right. ignoring it isn't going to change it. You're just avoiding, but it's still somewhere in your body. And when you feel oh. when that happens, that's when I'm like, that's when you're going to get sick. And that's, if nothing sick physically, sick spiritually and emotionally. Because yes. we are, energy matches energy. And I always mm -hmm. want to be with people whose energy is growing and who you, we can be around. So, yeah, like there was a, I think it's from the, this crazy waggy book that I'm completely into. And people probably would be like, oh shit, I'm not going to be your friend now because she likes that book. She's crazy. But it's called, <laughs> um... <laughs> It's called A Course in Miracles. Have you ever heard of that book? I like that book. We can be friends. <laughs> I love that book. I'm all here for that book. So, so like, um, and on the Rising Woman um, thing, I'm doing, like, a Heal Your Relationships course. And she, they condensed the five levels of mind down into mm -hmm. really digestible. I think it's a Course in Miracles concept. Yeah. But the five levels of mind are blissful ignorance and... You're always going to get triggered right there. Blissful, yeah. nothing's wrong. Everything's good. Focus on the positive. Shut up I don't see color. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so then it goes from blissful ignorance into angry victim. Mm -hmm. And then you hit the wall. And the wall <laughs> is where you're like, okay, I can't deal with this. I'm so angry. I'm so freaked. I can't deal with this. So you either go back to blissful ignorance right there. Yeah. Or you can 
or you can go over the wall. Yes. And over the wall is radical vulnerability. And that's how you get to the illumination stage where you're just like on a, on a next level. You've reached another level. If you, if you want to go back any time in my life, there have been times where I've wanted to stay in blissful ignorance. I'm, I'm, I'm even going back into childhood. Yeah. So general, generally speaking, at the first time I ever went through anything considerable in my life, I was ready to get to illumination. I've, I feel like I've always been wanting to evolve. But I find I go through those levels of mind like 100 times a day. Mm -hmm. I can go through... I can eat something horrible and then feel bad about myself and just stay in one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, and never get into radical vulnerability where I go, I think I feel lonely today. Yeah. I think that's why I ate so much. I seriously feel super lonely. And, you know, I'm starting to get better at just noticing where I am and what, and every single time I'm, in that zone, you can kind of skip over the wall. I'll go from angry victim right into, oh my God, I yeah. have to tell you what's going on with me. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard day. Here's why. Like to whoever, to my kids. Yeah, I think, and what I appreciate about you is I think our friendship is built on that last level. Yeah. And I think that the vulnerability is the root. And if more friendships can be based on the root, then we can also have compassion as we go through all the phases. Cause yes. we are gonna, you're not going to be aware all the time. Yeah. Like you, no, you aren't like your mind, which is also why it's important to take time away from what you watch and what you see, because that is becoming part of your being. And if yeah. you, if you're full up, you're full up. But I think that if we can be more vulnerable to each other, then we can love one another. Yes. We're all taking a step back. I realized that was like all boobs. I was just like showing. I was just like, bring it. <laughs> Who said like, that's bad? I'm like, gain some followers. Bring it. No, <laughs> come on. I'm like, if you got them. Like, yeah, come on. That's fine. This is a good look. Like, I feel like a baby is in your future. Like, very no. soon. Look I at this. Her, I'm like, these are for show, though, Ruby. These, these don't have anything for you. But, like, enjoy <laughs> them. Enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, join. Join. No. There's no I've like, never. She's, it's you're nestling her. No, they're yeah. not just for show. Like, you're. Well, I look at her, and, and this is where I go. I think I am happiest when yeah. I'm doing action, but also that could be with music or when I'm holding her or like, these yeah. are when I feel free. Cause somebody had said that like, Ruby's going to be in your talk. And I'm like, Ruby just goes along with the flow. I'm like, she's a kid. I'm like, yeah. she's learning. She's learning how to be a strong woman. She is she's also God. a minority. So let's, yes, she's half Korean. Totally. So, this I is, know. if I had had, he's Korean had... in Kentucky. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, you know, I did an Instagram live with Cam at the beginning of. Uh, I remember. And my kids, my kids spooked me so bad they would not stop coming in, and it like ruined my vibe. I could never find a flow with it, and then I went up yeah. into 
my bedroom to get away from them and like lock myself in. And then I left the paper behind that had like little notes or whatever that I wanted to say. And then I just got nervous and I just got off. I just, I just go like my sister actually said, she's like, do you want me to watch her? I'm like, oh, she's just going to be it's like, good. like, she's going with it. I'm like, this is me. These are honest conversations. And honestly, I hang out with my niece all day and she comes in to write with me. She writes music with us. I don't give her credit for it, but maybe one day. I'll give her a point or something on a song. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, you're killing it. I'm so amazed. And but but when you when you describe your morning routine, it makes sense to me. Like how you have so much energy, and I'm amazed at how it's really hard to show up with an idea like Jock Talk mm -hmm. and then stay with it and stay. Make sure that you're lined up. Like, I mean, just person to person. I have to say, I have so much respect for that because. Thank you. You, you, I've, I feel like I'm always like, well, I get, I go, I go, you know, what's that called? Wait a second. I'm, I feel like I'm realizing what level of mind is that when yeah. I go, when I go, uh, and I like let go of what my plan was for something. Mm -hmm. Cause that's not right. Even though you're letting go and you're being honest, that's not really radical vulnerability. I think that's going back to blissful ignorance. Yeah. And I think I'm you just have that. to. I've always said, I feel like I have the gift to just, I go with the flow. I'm just like, I'm not easily stressed out, but I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. And so I try to just do my ideas and not let them sit. I just have ideas for days, which Great. is, and I'm always like, this is why I'm single right now. I'm like, cause I have so many ideas, but yeah. I don't got the time, but I'm going to start dating. I love that. Ideas are That's a whole nother talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's another job talk. <laughs> That's a whole nother talk called stephanie and dating because that's a world that <laughs> i am not skilled at and i'm not i want to have and... that job talk sometime i call it <laughs> i'm like I, yes that would be what us because i'm like i am not skilled people can send advice because i'm not but it's okay we all have our gifts yeah i'm great yes, for relationships not good in dating so right i'm i don't know i i think in the beginning of covid i learned i learned a couple lessons when everything started shutting down, I had a massive breakdown Yeah, and I was crying. So I was like, I'm not going to have any money. I'm not going to have food. Like what's, I, I went into a well that was so deep and somebody, and I wouldn't put it on my stories on Instagram. I should go back and find it. Somebody Venmoed me, found my Venmo and sent me a thousand dollars in Venmo and said, just write a song about it. Don't Woo! know who never met this person. This person doesn't even follow me. Somehow they found me. And I was like, oh, oh. I just got chills. It was, it was a moment when I was like, why wow. am I not trusting myself? Hmm. Why am I not? And I, so I sat down and I meditated and I meditated for like four hours the next day. And I prayed and I just was quiet. And then my sister called and was like, can you come out here and hang out with the baby? And I was like, sure. Let's do it. But I was like, all my needs are always met. Yeah. But if I hadn't been vulnerable and put that I was stressed out about paying bills, mm -hmm. even though I've never had to really worry, like everything always comes around. But in that moment, I had, yeah. I was scared because nobody knew what this was. I put it out there for whoever to watch it. And I did not care if people thought less of me. But in yeah. that moment, I was proved that I was like, oh, you're going to be okay. 
And that yeah. led me to here, which led me to Jacques Talk, which led me to you, which led me, like, it's led me to this level of clarity. And but it all started with vulnerability. Yes. And so the roots have to be vulnerability. And I go, even with this country, I think a lot of the tension in race is that people don't want to be vulnerable about no. the fact that this country, the way it was started, is crap. Yeah. Crap. Like, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means... The soil is bad, so we need yeah. to get compost and get some stuff going to to grow some better yeah. plants because we are not doing well. We need but to breathe we have to be honest with one another and say, yeah. sometimes, most of the time, we are not good humans. Humans are very flawed, and we are very narcissistic. Yeah, and you know what? I was telling my uh, Tom, my husband is not up here with us and it's been quite a while we've been up here a long time so my yeah. and because he just doesn't like to travel he wants to be home he wants to be working yeah and I just want to be here like I'm gonna I love it so much here I'm gonna have a hard time going home and and my sons love it here too so I brought them up and he was missing his dad and he was like crying about it so sad why doesn't daddy want to come you know and I said to him the next day, I said, you remember when you were crying about daddy not wanting to come home? I said, I want to thank you for sharing with me that you felt that way. And I was like, you know, because Marshall, like, he'll, he doesn't like to feel sad. He does not like to feel it. It's too much for him. He can't handle it. But I try to tell mm -hmm. him, whenever I feel really, really sad or bad about something, I try to find something. I'm like, I'm not going to just throw that away. You don't just go... Ooh, that's a bad feeling and I'm going to throw it out and I'm not going to feel it anymore. But I try to think of something else that I can hold in the other hand that's also true, that kind yeah. of balances it out. I try to think of something equally great. It's like, so when you're, holding, when you're holding how much you miss your dad, in the other hand, hold how lucky are we to be able to be here with our family who's healthy right mm -hmm. now. So let's hold both of them. That way, when you're walking down the street, you're not leaning. And then you're not forgetting about how much you love your dad and how much you Yeah. You can feel that feeling and feel at the exact same time that you're so happy to be here. And so, like, whenever – and I try to wake up every day. When I'm getting out of bed, I'm like, remember, Sarah, people are horrible. Don't forget it. Don't forget it but they're also amazing. So yes. look for the amazing ones. Try to have compassion for the bad ones. Don't forget that they're also bad because then it just slaps me in the face. It's, it's you important to, to hold both. I think the, we both. keep forgetting, and, and people keep saying like, we're not saying everybody's bad or everybody's good or every cop's bad or every cop's good. Or I'm like, there are bad people in this world. There are yeah. people that their, their core is wanting to cause harm. Yeah. That and and there's probably a reason for that. That could be trauma. There's there's reasons. So I'm not saying that people are born. I don't believe people are always born evil. But I think no. that life can make some people pretty bad. Bad. I think there's some bad people. Bad and I think also what I consider bad, somebody else might not consider bad. And I'm like, no, oh, that's bad in my book. That does not align with my values. But I love and what I, you said about holding stuff in both hands because yes, I do that. And I even did that this morning with my mom being her passing. I'm like, it's sad that she passed away. It is, it, it crushes me. But I had a pretty 
awesome life with a sister and way more siblings. And I had a great education and I had access, which I wouldn't have had with a single mom. Right. So not saying that she wouldn't have loved me and done an amazing job, but what right. I got was still pretty awesome. Cause a lot of people whose parents pass away, they don't have what I, what I got. They right. don't, or they end up in like in group homes or things like that. Like I had a grandma who wanted to raise me. Yes. And how lucky that she had just adopted kids my age. Like, insane. Like, it's crazy. Like, cause it's so amazing. obviously she's young. Like she's only 80. So yes. she's a young, she's a young right. 80. Yes. Who's doing a plank challenge every day. So I got to meet somebody that cares about self healing. That's so amazing. That's amazing. A plank challenge. Plank I'm challenge. Like, I'm like, I get that core, get that 80 year old like, core. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm like, get that it, goals. mom. Good. With your little self. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And I try to, I try to hold that in, and I try to, when we were talking about having grace too, at the beginning, I was thinking about just now going and holding it in my hands of like, I'm a good person who's also flawed. I'm not going to perfectly show up today. I will have moments where I'm not showing up and it's okay. Mm -hmm. If I, if I'm, if I, if I discount that I'm, that I, have ways where it's hard for me to show up, mm -hmm. it's gonna send me, all I'm gonna do is that subconscious thing where I try to rationalize it and then I mm -hmm. never get to the vulnerability part. It's like, you gotta, I've got to own that I'm gonna do my best. Some days I'm gonna show up better than others and some days I won't show up at all. Some days I'm gonna be a horrible person to the people that are around me and I'm still a good person. You're still a like, good person. I'm still a good person. Like it's both. Like I'm flawed and I'm just amazed. It's 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 both. It's both. I appreciate what I appreciate about you, and I want to to say, is that, like, I'll ask you something, but your answer is always so honest and authentic back to me that yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I'm yeah. always like, yes. People answer me like this because. Sometimes I'm asking for something that, that is not possible at the moment or with many people in life. I right. just, I'm a person that just will ask everything. Oh, and yeah. people are always trying to tiptoe around. I'm like, just say, when you come back yeah. with like, I'm not ready for yeah. this right now. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. I'm like, you know, awesome. and I'm like, and I love that. I don't know if that's something you've always done or, nope. or if that's something that's newer, but it's so from this end, from my end as oh, a friend, thanks, it's, like, it's like, yeah that's like that's showing up even if yeah. you're thinking you're not showing up that's showing up because i am like huh i can see where she's at and sometimes yeah, you know, showing up is knowing when to sit down too knowing like I, i'm out i was so i was raised you know and my my mom and and you know my dad's really assertive but my and my mom is assertive in her own way but she also taught me you know always be nice what would they think and, you know, and I will say like on the Enneagram, I'm a seven, I think. I'm a seven with an eight wing. Oh, nice. But sevens avoid pain and they, and they avoid any kind of a, like if I can't do something and I feel like I'm letting someone down, my first instinct is to just like panic. Like we're letting them down, we're letting them down. But like mm. Larissa, my best friend, she's been sober for almost 20 years and 
you know, in order to be sober for that long, you have to constantly go through these steps like uh, inventory, taking inventory of like what's really going on with you and mm -hmm. your emotions and stuff. So she, she once called me out. She's like, Sarah, you do this thing. So I'll give too many marbles. I overextend. And then I mm -hmm. will sometimes be like, ah, I gave all my marbles. I can't give any more. Like, I've really learned intimacy through her. She's really taught me through being my friend and calling me out. Yeah. And I've learned that from her to be like, say, people will always appreciate an honest answer. And so I've always tried to do that since like for the last, I don't know how many years I've, I try to do that. It's like, I'll just be like, I can't do that. And, and how much better is that? You know, like people who like serial, like they just do not respond to anything. Oh yeah, I hate that. And like, I, I just can't do that. I have to just at least respond and say, can't do it right now. Let's check back. Yeah. Or, or sometimes it's a flat out, no, I'll never do it. Like I, that's yeah, yeah. not, I'm not your girl. You do not want me to do that. Like when people are like, well, there was a girl at the beginning of this that was asking me, um, and we really connected, you know, on Instagram. And she was wanting me to start a movement to unite people of all skin colors. And, and so she, we started throwing these ideas around. Mm -hmm. And then I had to tell her, I have to be honest, like I am a bride. Like I'm a, I will show up, I will wear the dress, say the vows, I will do the dance, I will do all the things, but, but I am not the wedding planner. Like, no. you do not want me planning this. Like, I don't know how else to say that other than you'll be sorry. Like if you yeah. get into something with me and you're wanting me to organize something, you're gonna be screwed. I can barely, okay. it's pitiful. But I know that about myself. So it's like, yeah, it's like I can, I can own it. I'm 40 now. I know what I'm, it. you can own it. Just be you, be honest, be real. It's all good. It's all good. Got this. It's all good. People want to love you, you know, like people want to love each other. They do. They do. They want to love you. And I've seen more love than I have hate. I think yeah. I hate is being amplified and people are aware of the hate that's going on. But I haven't seen more hate. I've just seen hate, the awareness of hate. Amplified. It's been amplified, but love has grown. Yeah, and it has. empathy has grown in the midst. And that is beautiful to yeah. me. And I think if we also remember, it's not always the thing that's going to trend on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or even in our lives. Like love and joy is not always the first thing we talk about sometimes. We talk about a breakup or a sadness or this happened at my job. But as long as you know that love is still happening, you can always go back to it. Right. And try to amplify that in your own life as well as have the hard conversations because that's the only way you'll have energy for the hard conversations. Yes. And if that and means going on a walk or holding yes. a baby, which is what I, she's now. And I'm trying to get better about, I'm trying to get better about instead of just asking people like, so What's been going on? I just like actually asking them, how is your heart? Yes. Like, how are you feeling? Like, how are you doing? Because I find like, everybody needs not, not everybody is like a journaling self-help junkie like me, like, oh. like just 
totally flowy. And but I feel like we all need those check ins. And so I love that you just said that because that's what I text Mickey. Um, Mickey Guyton, one of my good friends, I always text her, I'm like, how's your heart? She always texts me like, how's your heart, sis? Like, that's our line that we use to one another. And I go, to like, just see where you're checking in. Cause I'm like, I already know that we're not doing what? well. The world's crumbling. So let's just all, but how's your heart? Like, yes. how are you in the midst of all of this stuff that's going on? How are you yeah. doing? Cause right. I already know this is all not good. Right. <laughs> we don't need to how talk about you? all that. How's your heart? We, how's your heart? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take that away. And I, I'm also going to take away your line about when you were talking about John Lewis. That's how you sleep at night. That's yeah. how you sleep at night. Because you are, I want to be like him. I want to be I like do. that. Like, I want to be, I just want to be, we don't have to be a speedboat flying no. across. A barge no. gets there. It all it's gets there. there. You have I'm to be going. going there. We just have yeah. to go. Well, I want to say I, I appreciate you. And I appreciate you taking the time on your Wednesday and on this appreciate day. You. I appreciate you too, Ruby, but she's asleep. So I appreciate that little booty, sleeping baby. Look at these cheeks. She's what? so oh. This is how I so know I she's, she's just asleep. She's good. <laughs> we she love, love her to sleep with our conversation. Oh, she's an angel. So, I appreciate you and thank you for having me. I feel so honored to be on here with you and just love, I love you. you. I love you, you so much. Me. We're going to do this again. Yes, we will. Whether talk about this or dating or whatever, we're going to do it. So just love. <laughs> I love that smile. I love it. I love well, yours. Have a beautiful day. And thank you, everybody who's tuned in. I just, I appreciate, I appreciate that we're, we're raising the conversation. We're elevating it. So we're elevating with Jock Talk. Yes. Thank you. I love mm -hmm. you, sister. I love Bye. you. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. Please rate this, send me your comments, but also follow me on Instagram, Stephanie Jacques Music, and follow Sarah Buxton, Sarah Buxton. So have a nice day. Love you guys.